0: This is Umami Conversations. Conversations to feed your soul. Thank you for leaving a review on Apple and Spotify and rating us. Enjoy this episode. Blessing.
1: There's also that trend that I've noticed in church is that they always use the pastor to justify yes. whatever decisions they yes. want to make. Their own
0: ideology. Agendas, agendas. Exactly. Yes. yes.
1: The church is like a hospital. What does it mean? It means that even your pastor is sick. Even your deacon is sick. Your choir members are sick. Everyone is damn sick. The only doctor there is God. It's not the pastor. It's not the deacon. It's not the, the usher. You're there crazy. You're going to another crazy man asking for <laughs> advice. And even if it's nothing special, you can always go to a therapist. There's nothing wrong with therapy. Therapy is big. Therapy is the best thing ever. Love is the healer of everything. Love for me is the solution to all in in my little mind. Uh, And God is love.
0: On today's episode, we have Alice L. Nyambe. She's a nonprofit professional who loves to give back to the communities. She also happens to be a food enthusiast. Art has always played a great role in her life while growing up in the eternal city. Today, she speaks over four languages. She's born in the equator and now lives closer than ever from the North Pole. When she isn't giving back to the community, Ms. Nyambe enjoys painting, hiking, and cooking for her family. Ms. Nyambe believes that love is the only thing that can change the world. Enjoy this episode with Alice L. Nyambe. So, how, Alice, how how are you? How are you?
1: How are you Hi, I'm fine. I'm great. I'm happy. Awesome. I'm uh, I'm, great. I'm
0: great. Awesome, awesome. It's been a long time waiting. Um, I think since I said I was going to start a podcast, um, you've been on my list, and I- lo and behold. <laughs> Here we are, here we are, and I hope hopefully it's not gonna be the, the first and last time. Um, and um that we're gonna keep doing this, you know. Um, so Alice, you got married in 2020.
1: Yes, during the
0: pandemic. Um, in the midst of a pandemic, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: in which I was your MC. <laughs> of course. Yeah, it was it was a really beautiful, um, a very beautiful wedding. But you know, I'm sure that leading to marriage to a man that is not of the same culture as you um if I'm not mistaken I'm sure that you've experienced a few things Um, yes mm -hmm.
1: so um, I I guess I believe I'm I, I can speak freely yes you can um I think the biggest backlash or yes the biggest backlash wasn't even from my family or as much as from my community. But it was more about, more. it was more coming from my church at the time. Mm. Uh, where, not that he's from whatever country, but because he wasn't from the church. And although, because okay. I was in the church like that, right? And although right. I try to put him into the church, I don't know if it was God's will or not. But the mm. church itself ended up disappointing him. So running him away from it. Mm -hmm. And therefore dragging me out as well, because instead of supporting me and embracing him progressively, they Mm -hmm. just wanted to take everything. It's either grab him, you know, take everything from him directly. And at the same time, the judgmental, right? Mm -hmm. And the judgmental and the backlash was stronger than the, I guess, the good part that was like the other side that was trying to get him in, whether it was brutally or not, but it was still coming from a good place. But the judgmental part was stronger and just made me just go away. And again, the arguments were solid and God loves everyone everywhere. And there's not, he does. he's just not in one place. Right. So, yeah.
0: So you're saying that um, you being married with um, your husband, your husband is from Botswana. Yes. and and you're congolese right mm-hmm. so it wasn't your parents or your family member that had an issue with getting married with somebody from botswana mm-hmm. but it was your church and yes. it wasn't because of his culture but because he wasn't going to the same church as you he
1: wasn't going to the church, same church as me okay. and he's not uh he's not like uh he's like a, Is he a christian dentist.
0: oh okay okay yeah. okay yeah Okay. So for them I mean, he
1: wasn't yeah. Christian so he had to be accept Jesus Christ again which he did the poor guy i felt bad for him because <sighs> can you imagine like let's say the guy was buddhist for example mm-hmm. and then he's going to the church and following our teachings for marriage to mm-hmm. make me happy and then he gets there mm-hmm. and gets ambush quote unquote uh in the sense that he gets there and they ask him oh you're christian and he'll say yes and they say mm-hmm. oh no if you're seven day adventist you're not really christian please repeat after me no 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 you know no, that's hold on! Wait, wait
0: wait 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 you're going too fast for me hold on a minute <laughs> hold on what in the yep. world so- <laughs> oh mm-hmm. my god
1: okay <laughs> i'm sorry oh yeah
0: i'm sorry so the church said that if he's seven days advantage if if he's a seven-day Adventist person, he's not a Christian.
1: Yeah. So basically, and when he so what is you know, he then? I know, I don't know because as soon as he said, it's like, yeah, okay, repeat after me. You know the 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 um, the prayer for the salvation, Rida, the salvation, the salvation prayer. prayer. Yeah, I accept Jesus Christ. And the poor guy was just there, and I could see it. I could hear it from his voice that he wasn't happy, and I was just holding him, please, maybe... Mm. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you know, that's extremely rude. I'm laughing today, but I was very offended and I know he was extremely offended. And he held it in. He held it in.
0: And he didn't... Is this something that you both spoke about or was it something that just slide?
1: So... You let, the, you let slide. We Like he mentioned it. So afterwards, so after... Him accepting Jesus Christ again for his life mm-hmm. because he, he wasn't Christian, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And after all the backlashes and after all the not showing up when we were supposed to show up or whatever, mm-hmm. um, he came up and said, You know what, Alice, I've accepted and closed my eyes for this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. And this was extremely rude and extremely insulting to me. I'm not gonna do anything more. I'm just I'm backing out, you know? Um, I can support you, I'll if you want me to drop you off or Call them from time to time if it will make you happy, yes, but you're mm-hmm. not gonna see my face there anymore. And honestly, I could I could, I understand hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like if it was me, I would have like I would have not even continued to try because mm-hmm. I'm not trying to marry your church, I'm trying to marry you. I'm yeah. trying to honor you and your family and not your church. Yeah. But I'm still there trying. And instead of your church supporting me, they're putting me in weird. Position. the church is not supposed even if they think that he's not a christian mm-hmm. don't like you're not gonna like if you're having a private meeting to have, you're not going to tell him hey repeat the salvation prayer because when you say that to someone that means that you don't believe he's a christian
0: exactly right?
1: instead of you instead of maybe walking him through the word of god and say progressively right and say exactly. you know this is this this is what oh he tell me more about your religion or your mm-hmm. denomination tell me mm-hmm. what about your denomination and then he will share he or she will share how their dominant denomination is mm-hmm. and maybe tell try to tell him hey i believe that according to my denomination maybe this and that doesn't really make you as a real christian quote unquote <laughs> or you know no. however you want to put it but i think right. it's always important to um if, no, okay in general When you want to, if you really know your thing, you should be able to explain it like you're you're explaining it to a three year old, right? Very true. And if you're convinced that your truth is the truth, you don't Mm. have to slam it on people's face. Exactly. Either you talk about it progressively or you just let the person be, right? Mm. If I'm your brethren or your sister in Christ or your sister, your brother from church, and I introduce you to this fucked up person, you're not going to say directly, oh, this person is fucked up, whatever. Especially in love, you'll try to show them. You just start, oh, this is the person you introduced to me? Oh, great. Nice to meet you. Try to get to know that crazy person first. And then yeah, if you're sure 100% the person them. is crazy, then you come back to me, hmm, have you noticed this? Have mm-hmm. you noticed that? Mm-hmm. Right? Or, mm-hmm. okay, I understand that you love this person, but please think about this, this, and that, that. Mm-hmm. Right? So mm-hmm. it was, I understood why it got offended and how we got. it felt insulting because
0: i would have felt the same yeah right i think i think um one of the issues that i from what you're telling me one of the things i find that's very sad is that they didn't even take the time to find interest in in the young man that was going to marry you
1: exactly you
0: know like when we are part of a church i think that you're part of a family and if i'm part of that family um I mean, now this is how we do it, but I'm more of, I'm, I'm at a place in my life where I'm just like, yo, listen, if you could just do the traditional thing, because at the end of the day, when you read the Bible, like there is nowhere in the Bible that tells you that you need to get married inside a church.
1: Exactly. What yeah. When
0: it talks about like a union between a man and a woman, it literally talks about both families coming together and there's a bride price that's being paid. And then you take your wife away. It's literally that simple, the traditional way that we know how to, right? But fine, we've we've all quote unquote, you know, given our lives to Christ Mm -hmm. and this is the way fine, we'll do it. But at least if somebody is coming in your church to take away your daughter, Mm -hmm. find interest in the person first. Don't find interest in, oh, you're a 70, that is... I think insulting is is even like too small of a word. Yep. Like, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you tell the person that you're not Christian enough? Yep. Like, is that what Christ came to teach?
1: And you know, you, know? you, you mentioned there's a keyword there that you said being married in the church. So one mm-hmm. of the difficulty that I had. So in my culture, when you get married, you need to have like godparents, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. The godparents that, that I story. selected at the time were telling me... So, basically, us already, And, you know, we're already ready with the pre- wedding preparations and whatsoever. And then the person tells me, oh, but you cannot do it outside because it's not in the church. And the pastor is not going to like it. And it's not godly to... And I was like, what? Since when? If you don't get married in the church, then the wedding is not valid. And then no one's... Like, those little stories that they tell, me. for me, it's like... You're disrespecting me, disrespecting my intelligence and you're Mm. disrespecting my relationship with God. That for me was like, I drew the line there thinking, why in the hell? Not why in the hell, but my mom was the one advising me. You need to have this. And again, she's my mom, I need to listen, and it's mm-hmm. tradition, let me, let me make her happy. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what, I am old as I am at this point, made my own decisions, I'm mm-hmm. not going to get anyone to be anything mm-hmm. at this
0: point, mm-hmm. right? From what you're telling me, though, it seems as if, like, this church that you were going to, I'm talking about this church that you were going to as if I don't know what church it is. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs>
1: because yeah. we both went to that same church. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so let me yeah. just pretend um this church that you're going to. <laughs> it seems like there is more of a a pleasing, you know, talking about how the pastor wouldn't be happy if it's not inside of the church. Like God is not found in the building itself. Mm-hmm. The building is created by man. So what does that that has absolutely nothing to do with um with anything, but mm-hmm. that's just that's that's just on them. I think certain people have this mindset that. And, you know yes it's true we have to respect the elders the pastors the mm-hmm. leaders and whatnot but then we do not owe them our lives we do not you don't owe exactly. them anything the only yeah. person or thing or whatnot that you might even even to dad like even to your parents you don't over them anything like Mm -hmm. you gave me life thank you very much i appreciate it but i'm at a place in my life where i could actually take my own decisions i will listen to what you tell me i will you know and then filter the good and filter the bad
1: absolutely and i know for a fact that the pastor would have would have not cared like honestly to this day i don't have an issue with the pastor pastor is super nice he was always been super nice to me super kind to me and whatsoever but i i there's also that trend that i've noticed in church is that they always use the pastor to justify yes. whatever decisions they yes. want to make, their own, and
0: their own yes um, ideology agendas, agendas. exactly. Yes. Yes. And
1: yes. I've I've experienced it personally, and that's someone else's story. But the person went blah 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 blah. The pastor said this, and the girl courageous like i never thought that she would go and she went and confronted the pastor pastor you say this the guy's like what are you talking about i didn't say that and i was like "Ah!" sneaky sneaky person i've had that
0: situation happen to me also and i and i reached out I reached out and I told the pastor, this person said that A, B, C, D, you know, and then pastor was like, and you know, it's like when they're trying to like also protect their leaders, like, um, you know, they're just like, well, maybe yeah. they meant this. No, that's not what they meant. <laughs> okay. Let's not even go there. But, you know, talking about the church and everything, I want to, I want to know how much do you think the church should be involved? in someone's union?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important for the church to know their space, their lane, um, and to understand that no, churches need to know their lane. They need to know where to stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, churches in general are not qualified to be therapists or counselors mm. right they need to um acknowledge that they do not have they're not uh, holding all the powers mm. right you can come as a pastor or a deacon or a sister or counselor or whatever and give your point of view mm. and i think it's important for them to always say hey this is my personal opinion. I am not a therapist. I am not this. I can just tell you what the word says. Mm-hmm. Limit yourself to what the word says. If you are you think you're a specialist on the word of God, mm-hmm. limit yourself to that and don't push it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When when Let's say, I think the church is the one that is supposed to give the temperature to the people. Mm-hmm. If the people, if everyone is always coming and complaining, my husband did this, my kid this, my kid that, go to the person and say, hey, Thank you for coming up with this issue of your husband. Uh, I understand that he's been beating you up, for example. Uh, I personally think that you should have a conversation with a person. And if it didn't work, then seek for therapy. I will not encourage you to go on divorce, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Which is something that they always say. Mm-hmm. But if you think that you came to a point where you no longer know what to do, then seek for a better counseling, seek for a a professional, because I cannot tell you, I will not advise you to stay in a marriage where you're being abused, right? Mm. Or if the husband cheats, I mean, I can sit down with the husband and tell him that, but go seek help, my brother. Go seek help towards God. Go and apologize because you made a vow in front of men and God. Like, fix your shit with God. Mm -hmm. And if it's still not working, then there's clearly something wrong go to a therapist. this is not a hospital.
0: you say this is not a hospital but then a lot of times you we hear and I think maybe somewhere in the scripture it talks about how the church is like a clinic. it's a hospital. you know that how so, Christ wh- came yeah. Christ came for the sick. And not mm-hmm. for the, 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 the well or whatnot. I'm paraphrasing that scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end of the day, we're going to have sick people in the church that are searching to be healed. Healed. Heal. <laughs> searching for healing. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, like I get what you, what you mean by it's not a hospital, okay. but then at the same time low-key it kind of is
1: no No? i think when they say that the church is a hospital or god came for obviously god came god came for everyone Mm -hmm. yes for the sick for the poor but he also came for rich people you can be rich and you're just there entangling with satan Mm -hmm. and you still need god Mm -hmm. you can be poor but you have a good relationship with god and Mm -hmm. god did not come to come and make you a millionaire Mm -hmm. like we're not seeking god to get money we're not seeking god to birth the world, or we're not seeking God to whatever personal ambition. We're seeking God for salvation. Okay. Salvation is the goal, right? Okay. So yes, we always say, even and they will say, the church is like a hospital. What does it mean? It means that even your pastor is sick, <laughs> even your deacon <dickin> is sick, <laughs> your choir members are sick. Everyone is damn sick. The only doctor there is God. It's not the pastor. It's not the deacon. It's not the, the usher. Everyone is sick. So you're going. You're there crazy. You're going to another crazy man asking for (laughs) advice. You know, I'm just saying, like, yes, the Bible says that it's a hospital. So why, if I'm in the hospital, I'll go ask the other sick person sitting, laying down, Hey, can you heal my, you know, I'm not going to do that. We're all sick. You're not better than me because you're up there. Singing or up there preaching or helping people to sit down—we're all equal to the eyes of the Lord. We're all sick. If therefore we're all sick, the only thing we have in common is being sick, and the other person we have in common is God, who's the healer. That's it. People think, oh, we're all sick. That we're all sick. That means we're all equal. You're not better than me. Yes, God will speak to you different ways. Will speak to the other person different ways. You can give me your remas and whatsoever, but god is the only one who's gonna heal us it's not gonna be you because you touched me or you blew on my face it's going to be god because even when you blow my face or you touch me it's not by your strength or by your might it's by the holy ghost therefore by god so wow. yeah i do not believe in those things
0: okay so, <laughs> i'm sorry this is so i shouldn't be laughing but <laughs> People don't think about it that way. If we're all sick, why would I go to you? It's like, we're all sick. Passes are sick. Everyone is sick. Okay, I get what you mean, right? And, you know, initially you mentioned that Um, the church should know like their limits and everything when it Mm -hmm. comes to like marriage but then we also have to understand Alice is that for instance you right you Mm -hmm. you came to this church and you are a member in this church Mm -hmm. you're not only a member Mm -hmm. but you're an active member in this Mm -hmm. church so basically this is like part of your family you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. being being in such a family why is it that you want to limit them from, like, helping you or directing you towards the the better path <laughs> or the right path to take when you're about to, you know, to make such a big decision um, mm-hmm. in your life.
1: The same way you limit your sisters and brothers to getting too deep into your business. Okay. It's, yeah, that's my answer. yeah okay. So we love you. I love you. You're not gonna tell me, you know, or you know how people come. Oh, when will you have a baby? Once you ask me once, twice, a third time, and I sold the person. Oh, you know what? Next time I have sex with my husband, I'll, and I'll shoot you a text so that you can keep track People are rude. People are insensitive. So if you're coming to ask me every day when I'm gonna have a baby. I will literally tell you that. And if you continue, oh text message in the morning, I just had sex with my hobby. Hey, keep track, eh? Pray for me. And
0: think, you'll never
1: come back to tell me that. I
0: think that's one of the biggest issues after getting married. Like, not even mm-hmm. even like taking let's like even put in away the church aspect. Like even when you talk about even just your family members or your friends or people, and that's this is something that I've learned. And I had to learn in the hard way is to never ask a woman, not even when are you going to have babies? Just do you have any children? Like mm-hmm. I no longer do that. No longer. Or even like, you know, sometimes, you know, the thing with me is like, I'm very like, like joking around. And as soon as like somebody's getting married, I'm just like, ah, oh, we're waiting for that baby. Eh? Da, 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 da. Well, all of that stuff. But you realize that these words could be very harmful you know Absolutely. they could very very harmful to um to some women because i was reading um something on the internet i don't remember it word per word but then like you know it spoke about how nobody talks about like the woman that has miscarriage time and time <laughs> again nobody talks about the woman that Absolutely. lost her baby nobody talks about the woman that her womb is no longer you know mm-hmm. is not fertile like there was just different aspect you know of what women go through when it comes to like having children or fertility and how it's it's so important just don't go there you know just let people be just let people be they got married hooray praise the lord let's go like me and my husband when we first got married our first year we didn't have we did not want to have babies because we were just like yo we anyways even us getting married it was just like we we just got married, okay? So the first year we didn't have babies, and then I think when the second year was coming along, we're like, oh, okay, like let's let's try to, you know, let's work it out. And then in that year, I found out that I had um actually it's not that I found out, but it was reconfirmed to me that I had mm-hmm. PCOS. And due to that, I would sh- struggle to 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 have children. So, you know, for me, we had to start taking, I had to start taking meds. Men's didn't work for me and all that crazy stuff. And let's say on our third year, we got pregnant, but sadly the pregnancy didn't happen. And then in our fourth or fifth year, that's when we had our son. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and just that experience alone really opened my eyes to see how, like, every single home, every couple's mm-hmm. marriage, union mm-hmm. decisions they make is unique to themselves. And as you mentioned, it is nobody's friggin' business. It isn't. Like I don't know. I think I think the way that society is is made, it makes it seem as if if you're not if if you're not at a certain age. To get married, you shouldn't get married. If you're not a certain age to have babies, you shouldn't have babies. If you're not a certain age to do this or that or that, like you can't do it. But then Mm -hmm. I'm looking around me and I'm realizing like a lot of my, like some of the people like in my age group, some of them is just Mm -hmm. now that they're, they're, they're having babies. And this is where people in our late 30s, like obviously I have my friends that have had babies, (laughs) my best friend, her oldest. Is like 15, 16. So there's mm-hmm. that set of group. And then there's now this set of group where they're now given birth. You know what I mean? At an yeah. older age. Absolutely. But to me, it's like, who gave age? Like, who said there should be an age?
1: There's no such thing. I guess it's all about culture and what women used to be. Use, use, like, the only purpose of a woman was what? Yeah. Get married, have babies. babies, and shut up. Yep. But, but then we live but in a only- different
0: society right now, right? We live in a society yeah, where women are...
1: always count, right? The- even today, if you choose not to have kids, they'll be like, what is wrong yeah. with you? Why? No, no, no.
0: Not even choose you know, not to have kids. You choose not to get married.
1: That's another problem. If you choose not oh, to get married... Have- that's mm-hmm.
0: like that's a yeah. major issue like it's a major for
1: deliverance need yes tears.
0: and so many women sadly end up getting married with men that they don't necessarily love or want to no. be with and then after a year or two they're, they're just like i'm done you mm-hmm. know divorce happens like i've been there i've done that so i know i could talk mm-hmm. about it and it's it's really sad and you know one thing because we we're talking about like the church and marriage one of the things mm-hmm. that i find i think now it's a little bit <laughs> Less one of the major things that I find that it was very wrong is when somebody in the church impregnates another person and they force. Wait,
1: wait, before we go there, before we go there, that's a great topic. But before we go there, marriage in church, most like I used to go to one, one of the church back then where you see the women very bitter very mean mm. and as you get close to some of those people or someone comes and confide in he- in you and you understand that those people most of the- those people at least the oldest mm-hmm. they're not happy in yeah. their marriage a lot of people are not happy in their marriage and sometimes for them to feel better about themselves or is they're going to be mean to you or just come every single day towards you and just judge you or ask you don't do this with your kid or you're not got, you're not pregnant yet? Oh, I will pray for you. Let's let's do like you know those kind of things because the only thing they live for is not their marriage it's for their kids, yeah. right? A lot a lot of people are in marriages in church and they're unhappy and they cannot separate or divorce because it's unbiblical right or some of them think oh if i if i divorce what am i gonna do with my life where am i gonna you know even today those yeah so we can go back to that other topic because that's a that's another hot topic but i really wanted to say that no
0: but you're what you're saying is 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 very true and it's definitely really really sad
1: what does the babble say when it comes to finding your partner what does, is there is there something that the bible says
0: um i from i mean i'm I'm not a bible scholar, like for sure, but one of the only things that I know when it comes to like marriage is that all I know that it says um men men love your wife as Christ loved the church, the church. and then women um submit yourself to your yeah. husband. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the only scripture that I, I know yeah. that well, that's pretty popular. Um, mm-hmm. But when it comes to finding your husband, for the, for, yeah. I think maybe somewhere in the Old Testament, there might be, like, stuff about that there. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, in the New Testament, nothing has ever caught my eyes about that.
1: Because I think I can understand why that divorce verse can be the way it is. Mm-hmm. But if... Like with the church now, like today's church, church should make sure that if you're having people wanting to get married, mm-hmm. then make sure these people can work together through thick and thin yeah. and not just accept anyone to just get married and then two years after your divorce, yeah. Because again, if divorce is taboo or forbidden... Then, in order for that not to happen, in order for you to prevent it to happen into your church, yeah. then make sure that the people who are in your church want to get married are actually made for each other. And I know it's hard to do so and whatsoever, but
0: like, I mean, I've been divorced. I'm I'm am i I'm a divorcee. I was married um, at a younger age, and at that time, I was a Sunday school teacher, and it was a very difficult decision for me because i at that time i was telling my ex-husband where um i don't believe in divorce and i feel like that was when i was super religious and i think that's more when you're more religious than spiritual but then I was like dying in the relationship like I was miserable I was miserable and he was also miserable we were both making each other miserable you know what I mean so then at the end of the day like I remember we had like a because I went to speak to the pastor once went to speak to the pastor twice these people are just thinking that I'm joking around like I'm like dude, this thing is not going to work you know and then after he ends up calling us and now they're counseling us after three years we're we're getting this counseling and we're both aggravating aggravated and annoyed because we don't want to be with one another. But then the church, the pastor is trying to bind us together and have us stay together, you know? And it was a very difficult decision for me to make because of one, I was, I was like leading children And the scripture was very like alive in our church. And it's like, what do you do? And I remember I had a conversation with somebody and this lady told me something that I will never forget. And she told me, um you believe in god and you say that god loves you and god wants you to be happy and god wants you to be this and that right now where you are is that what god wants for you is this the happiness that god wants for you so what do you think god would prefer and then she like she you know she tried to compare like let's say he's actually your physical father etou, etou, etou. Mm-hmm. And it hit me, and I was just like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to make this decision, and I'm just gonna like exile because
1: I think I can't. yeah, I think we forget that God has a will for us. Yes, See? he wants us to be happy and everything else, and all the promises he made in the Bible. And the same way, because God gave us freedom, he yes. doesn't choose husbands or partners or friends for us all you can do is advice advice us if we ask for it mm-hmm. or guide us or talk to us in a way or another it's mm-hmm. up to us to listen mm-hmm. again not judging your marriage or anything but you probably you knew in your core mm-hmm. that it wasn't right That from, was the way day, God, from
0: the day i met this dude i knew in my core that it wasn't
1: right God. <laughs> God already spoke to you and he continued to speak to you throughout. And sometimes we just ignore it because we're so focused on, not the word of God, but respecting the doctrine or yes. the word as is exactly written. But yeah. you forget that God is love, and it's all about love. Yes, it's all about love.
0: Yes, God yeah. is God is definitely love. God is definitely love. But uh, you brought up a really important point there. Um, too many women um, in churches are are struggling, are suffering. Um, but I think that slowly, slowly, some churches are you know are not really promoting. I don't know, like it's not that they're promoting divorce, but mm-hmm. they're also not promoting being abused and yeah. like mis- misused and neglected mm-hmm. in in a marriage. So, you know, big up to those churches. But um yeah, as we were saying, I even forgot what I was saying. Yeah, when the church, you know, have couples get married because they're pregnant. <sighs> that's it's
1: not even the, not only the church, even like some cultures. Or families,
0: yes, yes, cultures oh my God, that's and families.
1: So I just feel bad for those
0: people. Yeah, like, because having a child with a person, it doesn't mean that you need to like get married to the person. Yeah. You don't have to. Honestly, you you don't have to. It's better to have your child and and do your best with with your child than than to go ahead and get married to a man that or a woman um that doesn't love you and that doesn't want to be with you because already yeah. like taking care of a child is stressful enough. Especially like in the beginning and then growing up and all of that stuff. It's, it's a lot of work. You know, it's a lot of energy. It's a lot of emotions that you're putting out. And like just being in a relationship that makes you like even more bitter and like angry. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if they still do it. Like I haven't been in church in a, in, in a while i um yeah, yeah. I don't really roll like that anymore, you know, <laughs> so I don't know if they still do it, but I do know that that was definitely something that when it came to church and marriages that they I've seen a few happen and i've seen i see I've seen a few happen whereby the relationship ended up being great, but then Rare. I've seen a few happen that the relationship ended up being hell yeah. so <laughs> You I mean, the only
1: advice, like the only thing I can tell, t- like if you're if you say that you're full, full on Christian and you choose to, I guess, fornicate is the proper word,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then just use your brain, you know, protect yeah. yourself, and it's not only because you don't want to have pregnancies, but you don't want to catch whatever Any
0: diseases or all that right? stuff.
1: So yeah, No, that's the only thing I can say. If you choose, like, if you're forced, I think that a grown person who's sexually active and gets pregnant should not be forced you should not let yourself be forced to marry someone else Mm -hmm. um at this point i'll feel bad for you and i'll just i guess i'll just mock you deep down because you're able to have sex and do whatever you're doing and you get pregnant What's you know you're you're pregnant and other people in marriages and looking for kids and you and then they control you like that's embarrassing get your get yourself together you know and you walk in you go into marriage and then you go and you complain oh my god how sad is your life Mm -hmm. like look for Jesus yes you've sinned it's not the end of the world Jesus loves you they're gonna talk behind your back yes. And then you're going to give birth to this cutie pie, cute little thing. And everyone just be like, oh my God, it's so cute. And they'll forget about you sleeping around or whatever, getting pregnant. Just hold it in for a little while and Mm -hmm. then you'll be better. Instead of just going there, getting married to someone who you don't even like, you got his face. You're just like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. why? Why Why suffer? Why you know love yourself enough not Why? don't suffer.
0: Why yeah. I tell you, um, but now obviously you 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 got married to your boo and you guys are, yes. are are living happily ever after. Um, I wanted to find out something though. Mm-hmm. Has there ever been something that you saw your mother do growing up that you vowed to yourself that you would never do, but then you see yourself doing it?
1: Doing. Uh, Thank God, no, not for now, at least, consciously. Uh, So when we're young or going to this other type of church where one of your prayers is, I will never do, I will not repeat, what is it, let me just translate it. It's basically, you're not going to repeat the same, your your mother's sin, your Mm. mother's story,
0: Mm. your mother's
1: trauma, right? Mm. And my mom is someone who communicates, like she will tell you, hey, I used to do this, that, 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 or these are the errors that I have in my marriage, don't do it right mm. my mom is clear she's someone who directed us from the get-go you go to church she'll tell you hey, everything you listen there don't put everything in your head if it sounds stupid put it away mm. and you're six you're just like what are you talking about <laughs> and she'll repeat to you every single day like that's what she did like constantly every day she'll tell you put it away all the time
0: i love that
1: so for me I i mean my parents they had a good life you know mm. i think the only difficulty or struggle that she had it was when she was newlywed and uh you know she had those issues with the mother in law and, and thank god we moved out of the country because i don't think she would have been happy mm. but during that period i know she was saying oh i was staying for the kids and i'm like do not repeat that nonsense to me again because you made a choice to stay but again older times different times it's, yeah but it's we it's do hard. have those conversations today mm-hmm. obviously and since then she's been happy
0: mm-hmm. but
1: she'll yeah. tell you hey your dad is like this this did that and, I, and i'm like yeah i'm not gonna marry someone who's like my dad because of this 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 that that the same way i don't want to be like you because of this is that that let's say she gets upset with her friend and then two years later oh me la tantin la. and i'm like bro Forgive, you know, okay. let it go. Yeah, and that's why you understand that your parents are not superhumans. They're just like you. They're just yeah. like you and I, like everyone else. And when you have people like that, you can, you should, we should learn from that, right? Yeah. The same way when when I was a kid, my mom used to like just bring me around like a purse, and you listen to these old lady stories, and you're just like, what? You're that dumb, or you know what? You made that mistake, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And maybe you're listening to things you shouldn't listen. And one of the stories that I heard, I remember that time, uh, this lady came to her house, ringing the bell like crazy. Mm. And then she comes in with her two, she had uh, a twins at the time. She came in, oh, Celine, Celine, does this, this happen? I'm like, Alice, get out, get out. And then they're talking, talking. And I'm just there trying to listen. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> yeah. But as soon as I turned 18, which was a few months later, she went on and just rolled everything. She's like, oh, remember this, Auntie? That, 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 And we'll go and analyze. And not in a bad way. She'll tell me, hey, this person did this, this, that, that. Mama, don't do this. Look at this person's story. Da, 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 don't do that. And she did that with us, with me, the only girl, with my brothers. She, you know, we'll talk about, oh, this, Auntie, this, this happened. Or sometimes an older woman, like someone who's her peer, mm-hmm. they'll go and call my parents to sit down because, these two people are having marriage trouble and then they'll come and t- my mom will come and tell us. I'm just like, ah, tantin, X, Y, Z. Oh yes. So for me, I've learned from other people's experience that mm-hmm. let me not go in these waters Let me go, mm-hmm. not, let me not go there. Right. And for me learning not to ask people if they are pregnant all the time, you, can, you know, I can ask once if we're close. I asked you once, twice, three times and mm-hmm. then I'll stop because mm-hmm. I don't know your story, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, um, unfortunately for us in our, in our family, we had people who went through trauma, whether it's like uh physical abuse, mental mm-hmm. abuse, or just not even having children. Mm-hmm. So I know all of these things mm-hmm. Well, the person doesn't have children, she's my mother in a way that you, she also raised me and I'll respect mm-hmm. her and talk to her like she's my mom. And mm-hmm. she knows that mm-hmm. the person who was abused made the choices she made, but she will always tell you, Hey, this is what I went through it. Eh? Don't put yourself into that. That Those are conversational things that are really into our families that when you date someone or, you know, I'll tell my brother, hey, this this person, this is happening to the person. Oh, my God, we have to do something because we are aware of those things happening. Mm-hmm. So I just think that it's up to the parents to also to talk to the kids of what is, what is the world, what is the real world, what is really marriage. And maybe one last story. <laughs> we're back where we were and my my parents went to meet their friend Mm. long-time friend you know the kids were older than us and went away for university they go to have dinner and on the dinner table there are four the only two plates for the husband and the wife is like oh no you know, ask girls we can eat in the kitchen nah you know it's time to eat uh they'll call the wife Come, bring the water. So she will come with uh, a a container with water, soap, and then a serviette mm-hmm. on the shoulder mm-hmm. so that the guy can wash her hands because he doesn't want to wash, go in the washroom. Mm-hmm. And then he goes. she goes towards my dad, but he's like, I, I need to use the washroom anyway. Goes, they go, they have dinner. My, my mom and the woman are in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. These people are in the living room. The, the men are in the living room. They come back. like never again and that was it they never saw them again never called them again that Mm -hmm. was it right yes my parents are african yes that's how it is maybe for them Mm -hmm. but they do not want that in their life and they don't want their kids to see that and they told us about it we're just like what now what that was in 2000 like what in 2000 people are doing that yeah. I
0: mean, I've done that.
1: I'll never do that. <laughs> i <Like, laughs> like my do sister.
0: That. That's my, um, that's like one of my sisters like, and, and, you know, funny enough, I know that there's a lot of people that just talking about the, the bringing the water and everything. Mm-hmm. I know that there's a lot of people that don't really, um, you know, that find that, oh, that's kind of like very slavery-ish and stuff. Mm-hmm. But personally for me, um, I think it's a beautiful thing. Um, to be able to uh when it's a beautiful thing when it's not like y- something you must do but mm-hmm. something you choose to do out of your 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 own desire and out mm-hmm. of your own heart right, and then the person that you're doing that towards you're bringing the bowl of water towards mm-hmm. also sees and and like appreciates it, mm-hmm. you know and does it mm-hmm. back to you right? Mm-hmm. I think for me in our relationship, that's what we've we've kind of built. Um, mm-hmm. I know that in the beginning, it was a little bit too extreme. I was just really like just serving until I got to a place where I'm just like, I don't want to, I don't want this to be like, and I think this is one thing that I did see my mom do a lot. Like mm-hmm. when you go to a Ghanaian home, Mm-hmm. Most Ghanian homes I've been to, you bring the water with the soap and the thing, and you wash the hand. Like it's mm-hmm. it's like it's 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 common. It's like, but then as you said, like for me, I think it it has to be, um, it has to be mutual.
1: Mm-hmm. It has to well, be that's mutual, the thing, right? You know? It wasn't mutual, and the person wasn't treated right. Yeah, but I will I will follow you or join you there. Where in my in my in like my, my parents' home, for example, after work, I think on Fridays or saturday mornings my mom will massage my dad's with like hot water and lemon however she was doing it she mm-hmm. loved it and mm-hmm. we're like oh he likes massages we'll get we got him a massage thing he never used it <laughs> but that was a different way of doing it yeah. me i believe in it being service going both ways yes. for example for my husband i like to cut his toenails mm-hmm. i don't know i just like it mm-hmm. i like to you know take care of him when he's sick or whatever the same way he likes to cook for me and serve Mm -hmm. me it has to be mutual mutual. but when the way it was and the way that my parents were speaking it wasn't mutual at all the way you explain it is perfect it can be that or it can be some like a different way but that was something that for me was like Mind blowing, right?
0: Yeah. No, I I I I totally get it. But then it goes back to what um, you know, so well, I don't want to say society, but you know, this whole love language thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I think it goes back to that. I feel like doing something like that is like an act of service. Mm-hmm. And I feel when you know what your partner's love language is, doing things like that. It's it's personal. It's it's personal to to your couple, and mm-hmm. like personally, I don't I don't have an issue with that at all. I think it's a beautiful thing. But once again, once again, it it's, it's when it's done like when if when you're doing it like out of the abundance of your heart, and it's yeah. not <laughs> out of like, oh my god, I have to go and bring my husband yes. water, or else he's Absolutely. gonna. <laughs> When it's like yeah. that, then it's like, okay, this is a bit problematic. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when it's really done out of the abundance of your heart, like for me, I think because I saw it so much mm-hmm. that I just like fell in love with that act, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereby, yeah, I used to do it a lot, but then it's like nowadays, like ain't nobody got time for all of that <laughs> stuff, to be <laughs> honest. Like, when we first got married, everything was just like, oh, you know, you're yeah, in like lovely, a lovely. honeymoon phase you know for a mm-hmm. while and then after a while you're just like okay i'm done um <laughs> but once in a while like I'll, I'll do it but even him sometimes he's just like it's okay i'm gonna go wash my hands you know yeah. so it's just like mm, okay but yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. there's some there's some things that you do with your partner where i think it's very it has to be really really personal i have a last question mm-hmm. that i want us to like look into talking about things being personal mm-hmm. so You know, as when you're in a relationship, obviously, like, we all go through things, right? Mm -hmm. We all have things that we go through. Do you think that it is okay to share with either, like, church members or friends, close friends, best friends, your marital issues?
1: Uh, No, I'm a a no-no person. I mean... Um, especially the church, not the church, the church again, it's the hospital, everyone's crazy, you're crazy yourself. I mean, you know, um, no, like that's something that my mom told me. She's like, if you have issues with your husband, try to find a way to resolve your own issues yourself. So at the time when I was telling you that, you know, she wanted us to have, um, 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 um godparents is that when you have an issue, you go to godparents and they'll advise you. But again, they're also humans. If Hershey's, for example, used to being beaten up and they beat me up, she'll just say, hey, you know what, you know, just hold it in. Maybe with God's grace, he will change. Then how is that helping you, right? And by chatting with, you know, seniors and older members and pastors, there was this pastor that told us that, you know what, at the end of the day, when Jesus created Adam and Eve, they didn't have any godparents. The only God parent they had was the Holy Ghost and Jesus. Then they even had God himself. That he could just go and get and be like, Ah oh God, this snake is bothering with the apple. But they didn't want to seek counsel, right? So instead of seeking for man's wisdom when you have issues, why don't you seek for God's wisdom? And mm-hmm. he's like, I know, I know. It can be tricky. You know, you will ask Jesus why is this and you have no answer. Mm-hmm. And maybe he's just looking at you like, hmm, you know. But you need to be able to have that intimate relationship with God. And as me being um, the Christian that I am or the person who actually carries the family into prayer, sometimes I won't have answers. But does it mean that you have to give up? No. Mm -hmm. You have your own, like there's, you also have resources. You have internet. There's always someone going through the same thing you're going through. Mm -hmm. Or if you know a sister or some random person, you can just go, hey, random person, right? I heard... In whatever podcast where I heard this and that, you're going through this or whatever, how did you face it? You don't have to be going into the nitty-gritties of everything. Mm. How did you face this challenge? How did you face this? And What are the recommendations, mm. right? You can go online, you can find a lot of testimonies about every single type of thing. You just go and listen. It might, but It might have worked for them in that way. It might not work for you in that way, but at least you got a word of wisdom and words of encouragement that will keep you you know, holding up or praying. But again, of of course, if it's like abuse and whatever, you need a different type of help. But I think the help is out there. And most of the time, no, I will recommend people to just seek it in God because God has all answers. The Bible is the, for me, is the best counselor for me. Uh, Sometimes you can be down and you think, oh, I don't know what to do there. Like just pray or worship or dance. Or go for a walk and you'll be inspired by the beauty of nature. Just be like, ah, God, so you made this too. I don't know. Whatever works for you, that's what you should do. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't recommend sharing everything. But what if you have a friend that you consider your sister or your best friend and you want to tell them everything, just know what to share. Because Mm -hmm. what you're sharing is not only yours, it's also someone else's. It's your husband's. So you just need to know what you can share. But again, I wouldn't advise you to go into the deeps unless you're very comfortable. It's to each their own. But me personally, personally, you just be like, eh, I don't know. But again, me, what what do we argue about? I mean, oh, you didn't cook the way I like to cook. Like Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even have anything special to say. And people would just be like, whatever. But if there was ever anything serious, it would just be with me and God. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's just my personal opinion because if you, I go to my mom, even to my mom, it wouldn't work because she loves my husband too much. She'll just blame me.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: mm-hmm. If I went,
0: I know right. Was, you
1: know, <laughs> if I went to my mom or my brothers and sold whatever, whatever, they might just change their perspective to, towards him. I would have yeah. fixed the issue, but they'll always see him like, oh, he used to beat you. Yes, perhaps now he changed, but he's still a uh, you know, a bad person or they'll treat him differently.
0: So then so then, what you're saying is like, let's say somebody is in an abusive relationship, then that person should not be open to share about their, their abuse. She should deal with no. it with her and her God.
1: That's So what I said. I said that if you're in an abusive relationship, that's a different level. You seek, you need to seek a different type of help. Yes, okay. you can pray, but go to the police. You can go to the police, okay. go to your pastors. Your I don't know who else is there for you, but go mm-hmm. to the person who's there for you. -hmm. Who is not going to just, because sometimes, I don't know, I'm not like, (laughs) I'm not a victim of that, but I just think that sometimes. So you need to have someone who'll open your eyes so that you understand mm-hmm. that where you are is not a healthy place mm-hmm. to stay mm-hmm. because you yourself need to make the decision for yourself. Mm-hmm. Not someone. Someone shouldn't decide for you to be out. Mm-hmm. And like you said, God if you're in an abusive relationship, that's not that's not what God wants for you. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You can pray about it and God will just be like, uh, I give you a brain, you know? <laughs> Literally, it's, I give you a brain. Yeah. And you know you shouldn't stay and you think it's hard. But there's always a way because God always makes a way. But, again, if it's an abusive relationship, you really need to seek a professional. And even if it's nothing special, you can always go to a therapist. There's nothing wrong with therapy. Therapy is big. Therapy is the best thing ever. Right? So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um. So you talk a lot about God and everything, and the Bible and all of that stuff. But what if somebody's listening to this and they don't necessarily, you know, in God. have a relationship or believe in God? Um. What would you be able to kind of share or recommend?
1: Ooh! If you don't believe in God, you definitely have godly friends, and if you have a godly friend who's a true friend to you, and you might not tell the person all of your issues. But the person, if she knows you, she might know that you have something. Hopefully, the person will pray for you. But if you go and just tell them, hey, you know, I have went through difficult months. If someone comes and tells me that, I'm going to pray for you, right? Uh, You might not believe in God, and that's your personal choice. And, I mean, that's okay. I mean, right? You chose your way. But seek professional help. Mm -hmm. Go to therapists. Go to i don't know your friend your boss or wh- whomever counselor. just go and talk to someone yeah mm-hmm. and a counselor and and you know mm-hmm. you don't believe to God, on to, you don't believe in god today but they forget well they forget they don't know but he's the best consolator how do you say that
0: Com- the- um comforter Yes. Comforter, yeah
1: you know you can find a lot of comfort and it doesn't have to be like while you pray sometimes you're just quiet in the midst in meditation you know in and meditation stillness. and you find comfort sometimes you can find comfort um even when God doesn't speak to you and that's his way of speaking to you and that's something that believers in my personal opinion are missing out right we all live these lives that are stressful and everything even your own therapist is stressed about his own <laughs> his <laughs> own job <laughs> and the nonsense he's listening to and the advantage of having God is that you always have that um what is it what is the word you said counselor no um con- con- exactly you always have that extra thingy having god is just like that joker card or that little Mm. plus that you have right and Mm. we need to know how to use it and use it to our advantage not that god is a little genie or whatever but by you having that relationship intimate relationship with him whatever happens in your life it's just like the wind when the wind comes you blow away no you're Mm. grounded right Mm. so no matter what happens you always be grounded into the word of god grounded because you have that deep intimate relationship the same way you're grounded with your husband if they come oh you saw a text message from a random girl so what does it mean that he's <laughs> like it doesn't mean anything because you know your man you know who you are you know who you guys are as a couple and it's nothing it's just the way it comes and goes as long as you're grounded so <laughs>
0: as long as you are grounded <laughs> yeah interesting um so you refer god a lot as like him mm-hmm. you do you do you use him because you believe that God is male?
1: No, actually, I think... I know it sounds crazy, or but I believe that God is male and female. And and if I was asked to write a philosophical document, uh, dissertation, I would actually say God is female. Why? Um, and I say him because, again, that's how I'm used to listening or whatever. And I'm not saying God is an hermaphrodite or anything, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, right? But I don't know. I just think that the ability. Well, eh, let me not let me not say that. But the way. Yeah, that's gonna be arrogant too. Wait.
0: Just say it as so, it is. <laughs> I, I don't um I don't know, like I think we haven't spoken in a while. Um mm-hmm. so I don't um I don't have the same beliefs as I used to when it comes to like God and Jesus and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um so like be free, okay.
1: okay. <laughs> So the reason why I insist of lo- love is the healer of everything. Love for me is the solution to all in mm-hmm. in my little mind. Uh, mm-hmm. And God is love, right? Mm-hmm. And we've spoken here. Yes, God doesn't want divorce. He doesn't want a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But God is love. Mm-hmm. Like if someone truly loves you, no matter what you do, He's always going to love you, right? Mm-hmm. I speak about God because about love and God a lot because God is my everything. Whether he's female or male, I think I'll, I speak about him being male, but in my mind, if I, like, like I said, he will be female because the, like, you cannot love the way you love your, your son, right? Mm-hmm. Only you know how much you love him. Only mm-hmm. you know what you would do for him. Mm-hmm. If someone was trying to come and stab your kid, I'm pretty sure you would jump there and get stabbed mm-hmm. instead of himself. Mm-hmm. And that's something that you wouldn't do for me or Some random person, right? Mm -hmm. That is the kind of love that God has for every single one of us. And Mm -hmm. you know, you'll say, oh no, but you have some people who are struggling with mental health, struggling with drug abuse, struggling with whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it doesn't mean God doesn't love them Mm -hmm. because if they put their trust in God and do their best, their own personal best to get out of it, do you really think God is not going to help them? Mm-hmm. Even if he doesn't speak to them or he can send people in your lives that will support you even when you relapse they're still going to be there it's it's the consistency of love that brings people out of, mm-hmm. you know, whatever they're what struggling they're with, yeah. right? So, yes, I'm saying him, him, him. I have no idea if it's a fellow, if male or female. In my opinion, the ability to love someone like that is that superpower that we women have. Mm-hmm. And that's why I would associate maybe his love is feminine. I don't
0: know. I mean, but. I think um, from like, and obviously those that are listening, I hope that you do understand that we're not talking about gender. We're not talking about yeah. like, sex. We're, when we mm-hmm. say male and female or feminine or masculine, it's really more of like the energy and the spirit and, and all of that stuff. And I personally believe that God is like, I don't even say God anymore. I use more the word creator. Um, mm-hmm. the, the creator is like, is feminine and female energy. Yeah. It, yeah. it is both. I know we're DVD. Totally deviated from our conversation. <laughs> totally. <laughs> if, if I say that, um, if I'm a female and that person is a male gender wise, mm-hmm. I think they call it polarity, you know, like mm-hmm. opposites, like mm-hmm. male, female, good, bad, and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So there, 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 there is that. Yeah. I personally believe he, he, she, it. <laughs> it's both in, yeah. in, in one and do you see god as ex- outside of you or within you
1: i think it's inside and outside he cannot exist only inside uh, as the, the same way she he cannot exist only outside he's inside and outside uh inside how um hopefully the holy spirit abides in me but inside in the sense that i'm a i'm a person who loves a lot uh, in general i love to love i love people i love love I just love and other people maybe are not the same way but I just I always think that that's the extra god give me an extra scoop of love because Mm -hmm. I just love too much because Mm -hmm. I get not disappointed much but like I get easily hurt in the Mm -hmm. sense that because I love you so much I expect so much from you or Mm -hmm. because I love you so much I'll do so much for you and maybe I'm not expecting too much, but if you do me something wrong, it's gonna hurt me deeply because I more. just felt like like I gave how so much, you? right? Mm-hmm. You know? No, I'm even away, I'm done with the how could you, just like, okay. <laughs> you know? Okay. And love is outside, why? Because for me to be able to love someone, there needs to be love outside. Uh, for me to be able to see something in you, there should, there needs to be some kind of love outside. So I think God is inside and out, out also because sometimes God operates in our lives throughout, through other people right uh, your life can be a testimony for me it can be something that keeps me going and you might not know it but i know it you know what i mean so stuff like that so i think yeah he's in and out always what do you think
0: um yes i i, I believe that the creator is everywhere in everything and everyone mm-hmm. um so definitely within cuz we're divine beings i believe mm-hmm. i'm a divine being you're a divine being we're divine beings so definitely within us and then um last Last time I had this, like, I was just standing outside and I was like, oh, okay. Those people that say they don't believe in the creator, like, they just need to stand outside Exactly. and, 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 and you'll see, you'll see God, you'll see the creator, you'll see everything that you see. For me, everything that I see is, is God, you know? So yeah, I think, I think it's that. And to kind of sum up everything that we kind of shared, um, I think at the end of the day, when it comes to marriage, when it comes to two people getting married, it is so, so important that we connect to whatever that, you know, we choose to believe in, whether you're in the church or not in your church, you connect to that divinity, that spirit within you, around you, because humans, as Alice, you said, we all crazy. (laughs) You know, in the church, everybody's crazy. Everybody's sick. Okay. Yeah. So the the one thing is really, I think it's really, I personally think that it's very, very important that we, as humanity, we get to a place where we, um, we find answers within us. You know, you call mm-hmm. it the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I used to call it the Holy Spirit. I call it more like your intuition or your deeper mm-hmm. intuition to really dive in within us and, and find our answers there because everything is you know I think that everything is everything is already like all of the answers that we're seeking is already there but the only thing is like we're just so busy like busy running and trying to find answers and trying to follow yeah. in trends and mm-hmm. doing this and doing that and doing this trying to impress and stuff that we don't have the time to actually sit down mm-hmm. take a minute take a breather and listen you yeah. know and I'm, I'm including myself in that because they, all I've been doing is like crying a lot and I'm just like, what the heck, man? And I was talking to a friend and she was telling me, well, this lady I just met actually, and she was telling me, you just need to sit, be in stillness. And it's fine. Crying is, is your spirit expressing, your soul expressing itself. So it's like, do cry. But if you're looking or seeking for answers, you could only find it a lot of times is In stillness. And sometimes you will meet people that will come and confirm and affirm whatever you already know, you know. So I think that um, it's important, yes, to speak to people, have the church be somewhat involved in whatever you have to do or whatever religion you're in. Parents, whoever have them involved, but you as an individual also have to be in touch with yourself. You, your cousin, your your cousin, your husband to be, wife to <laughs> be, whoever needs to be in touch with themselves too, yeah, yeah. in order to make things. I think uh, make your home a happy home.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah,
0: that's what I. That's what I strongly believe. I don't know if you have any last words to share.
1: Um, I have a lot to share, but any last <laughs> words? <laughs> I could talk for hours. Um, yeah. Any last ones to share about the topic or in general? Just in general. In general, I think people should focus more on getting to know themselves first mm. before seeking God. And I know it sounds perhaps a bit controversial or whatever, but if you know yourself, uh, and again, knowing yourself means everything and nothing. But if you know at least some basics of yourself, you will know better how to love God and how to seek him properly and not to confine your all into a man, a a man, whether it's your husband or your pastor or whatever or whomever. But if you do not love yourself, I don't know, good luck. I don't know, like you're not (laughs) helping yourself here. It's it's important. It's vital to know, to love yourself, know yourself and know how to defend your own interest and go to God. Hey, God, this is who you made me to be. If I'm weird this way or I'm crazy because you made me this way, Help me with whatever you need to help me. And that's how you'll be able to build a better relationship with God. I don't know. That's just me in my little mind. But I think it's very, very important to know yourself so that you don't get manipulated by other people. Or you don't get people. Other people don't get to tell you who who they think you are. You
0: are. mm. And I think that the more that you spend time knowing yourself, you get to find out who God really is.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because God is... He is who it is to different people. I don't know if it makes yes. sense, but yeah, yeah, it's very important not to try to associate other people's lives and be like, oh, because this person is like that, and me too. Like, I hate that, um, that kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's very childish, and we have so many childish Christians yeah. so many Christians that do not know themselves it's embarrassing you can be there you know the word of God but you have no idea who you are
0: yeah you don't know who you are um, we were actually sharing that in our in my other episode that I recorded with um, Kawasiji and what she was saying is that is because the church has placed in us so much that we have to be in the image of Christ and be like Christ that people don't even take the time to really like find out like who their soul like who they are as people right and we were discussing about that just a little bit so i think i think what you're saying is very true a lot of people in churches including me had no clue who they were who we were because we were so used to especially when you grow up in certain a uh, different certain type of churches where mm-hmm. you are like taught to be a certain way you know like you need to be like this in order to kind of be approved mm-hmm. you know and Absolutely. and and that's problematic um, we could definitely go on and on in this conversation um, but we'll we'll definitely have another combo for sure <laughs> for sure this is not the first and not the last time that you um, will have Alice here with us but Alice honestly I appreciate your time um, thank, you. thank you for waking up early and being here <laughs>
1: <Thank
0: you. laughs> really really appreciate it and um, yeah we out thank you thank you everyone all right hey thank you so much for tuning in today we do hope that you learn a thing or two out of this episode kindly follow us on all of our social media platforms and yo something great is happening look out for our website coming out fall 2022 take care see you next thursday